Hey, everybody, welcome to the My Best Life podcast, the health and mindset podcast for the ambitious and creative soul who is seeking energy and confidence so that they can pursue their passions wholeheartedly. I'm your host, Beck Medina. I'm an online health coach, a young adult author, and motivational speaker. I'll be teaching you everything that you need to know in order to live your best life. Beck here. So I am super excited to bring you today's episode where we're going to talk about four ways to increase your abundant mindset. Yes, I did intend to make that pun. Um, All right. So there are four ways that you can grow your mindset on abundance, not only pertaining to money, but in so many areas of your life. So you don't ever feel like you are living constantly in scarcity mode and running off of fear and what you have to lose. If this is you and you're someone who is constantly like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? There's not enough time. There's not enough resources. There's not enough money. If you're somebody who is constantly freaking out over the idea of not enough, then this episode is for you. We're going to talk about the four ways to increase your abundant mindset. And the first one that we're going to talk about is releasing money blocks. So money blocks are fears that you have around money or that are keeping you from making money. These can be passed down to you through your environment. That includes your family, your friends, your teachers, people who are very influential in your life. And these beliefs can include things like, you know, obviously this is not a live video. I was gonna say, give me a hand raise emoji if you agree with any of these or if you've ever heard any of these, but maybe just quietly raise your hand wherever you are. as you're listening to this. So these beliefs can include money doesn't grow on trees. Once you get money, it immediately goes away or it's hard to make money. It's difficult to find a job. Money is the root of all evil. So there are so many different beliefs around money that you could be carrying with you. And these could all be passed down through someone else in your life who is very influential to you, and these would be considered blocks, and these blocks need to get released. These fears are what are keeping you stuck, and you need to change the way that you feel around money. So include beliefs that you have about how much money you deserve to make. So you can believe that you don't deserve to make more than a certain amount, that you're not comfortable making more than a certain amount each month because you're worried you won't be responsible or you're going to lose it. And these are all just based off of past experiences that either you have faced or someone else you know has struggled with themselves. So maybe you're just like thinking about past experiences and, um, completely understand these blocks were really difficult for me to start releasing too. And I'm still learning how to release money blocks because there was just so much scarcity mindset built up inside of me. And I was operating honestly off of scarcity around time, around my energy and around finances. So when you think these thoughts, you're closing yourself off to ways and opportunities where you can actually earn more money. So you need to start beginning to change your beliefs around money to be 
one that attracts abundance. And I call this rewriting your money story. So you can do this in a few different ways. I believe that affirmations and mantras are the quickest way to rewrite your money story. So that could include journaling daily, saying an affirmation of some kind. So this can be, I make money easily. Money comes to me easily and effortlessly. My income is always increasing. Like you can just say something positive that you actually want to come true. And in the beginning, it's going to be really uncomfortable to write these things down because you're not going to believe them at first. But the purpose is not to believe it the moment you start writing it down. It's about learning how to believe it over time. So the more you write it down, the more it's going to start feeling real and natural to you. And sooner or later, like you're not even going to even notice it. Like you're just going to start embodying that belief that you make money easily and effortlessly or money comes to you easily and effortlessly or that making money can be fun. I use affirmations myself around money and that includes that my income is always increasing it's just constantly increasing like there is no shortage of how much money i can receive every single month and i even have an intention on how much i want to make by 2020 that i look at every single day so i say that i want to make this amount of money by my birthday in 2020 and i write it down every single day and i look at it and i think to myself like okay what can a person who wants to receive this kind of money like what do they need to be like not what do they need to be but who do they need to be who do i need to become what do they do every single day how do they spend their time and i really start thinking about like shifting from, okay, I'm this person right now who makes this amount of money. How can I become a person who makes this amount of money? And really starting to learn how to embody that type of person. And in order to do that, you really have to start releasing these blocks and taking a good hard look at the way that you view abundance. So you can jot down all the negative beliefs you have around money and then create a positive belief for every single one. And these are going to be your money mantra. And I would just pick one to three of them to write down and say to yourself daily. And once you start making those shifts, you are going to notice that your abundance is going to increase in certain areas. So like, let's say for example, your belief is that money is the root of all evil. How about changing that to being broke is the root of all evil? Or when I make money, other people benefit from it. So if you're somebody who has family members that you want to take care of, just think about it this way. The more money that you make, the more you can take care of your family. You can take them out to eat more often. You can treat your family to, you know, better gifts over the holidays. You can just be more giving and more loving if you have money. And once you start looking at money like it's a good thing and being broke is actually the bad thing rather than money being the root of all evil, like things are really going to start shifting for you. Because having money gives you opportunities, but it also allows you to make a huge impact in the world. So only people with money can change the world. And I know that sounds crazy. And you can say that people like Jesus or Mother Teresa didn't have money. Well, guess what? They had OPM, which is other people's money. So Mother Teresa would help raise money to help the causes that she believed in. So technically that was her money that she was making. She raised it. And you can even look at her like a saleswoman because she was persuading people to give her that money. And it was invested into causes that she believed in because 
the money was being used for good. That is why she was able to raise the kind of money that she did for the causes that she believed in was because the money was going to a good place and she knew it. And she believed strongly that those causes deserved that kind of money. All right, so let's talk about guilt around spending money. So this is number two, guilt around spending money. So I want you to think about having to spend most of your paycheck on something you don't care that much about, but it's a quote unquote must pay kind of bill, like maybe your car registration payment or a student loan, and you watch that money just fly on by. Did you feel guilty or did you feel sad or angry or resentful? So just quietly think to yourself if you've ever felt guilty about spending a lot of money on something you were really excited about. Just give a nod of your head, say yes aloud, raise your hand. I'm not going to be able to see it, but I want you to react to this, okay? So we feel guilty for investing in ourselves in positive ways. Have you noticed? Money is just an exchange of energy between two parties. So you, the acceptor of money, and the other party, the giver of money. And sometimes it's the other way around. So money is just energy and money is always circulating. So you will receive money for the energy that you put out into the world. And in exchange, you will put money back into the universe. So in order to stop feeling bad when we pay things like our bills, we need to start looking at where our money is going from a happiness or a positivity perspective. So give money to good companies that you believe in. Give it to businesses that you love and want to support. Invest it in people who inspire and support you and you will start viewing the circulation of money as a beautiful process. I like making my car payment every single month because that freaking means I get to drive my beautiful, safe, and reliable car. And you know I'm calling my car beautiful, safe, and reliable whenever I write down how grateful I am to have it in my journal. I gladly make that payment every month because it's another month that I can transport myself to wherever I need to go more easily. So whenever it's time to change the oil or the air filter or rotate the tires, I think, you know, as long as I'm putting my money toward businesses who employ good, honest people, I'm happy to continue the circulation of money. I get to keep my car on the road, it's running safely, and I'm helping employ good people in the process. I also like to tell myself every time I pay for a purchase, there's more where that came from. So every time, say it as a reminder to yourself that your money making doesn't stop at this last paycheck. So every time you receive a paycheck, thank the universe first for you know receiving that money and say, there's more where that came from. So if you have a bill to pay, if you have groceries to buy, an expense to make, every time you swipe your card or pay in cash, just say, there's more where that came from and you'll always receive more, right? All right, let's go on to number three, how to develop good feelings around money slash live in abundance. So how to keep money positive. You might be wondering how on earth can money be a positive thing when there are just, there's so much in this world that is not positive. Like how is money, like I can't even fathom sometimes. Like the me five years ago would have been like, money is not a positive thing. So I can understand maybe you're thinking this too. So here are ways that you can keep money positive. Number one, enjoy your work. So even if you don't necessarily love your job, I want you to focus on what you do love about it. Like maybe you love your coworkers. Maybe you love that you can work in silence most of the time. Maybe you love that it gets you out of the house. Find a reason to love that job. 
even if it has to be a stretch of some kind. All right, number two, only accept work that feels good to you. So if you're a freelancer, for example, and you can say yes or no to jobs, only say yes to the jobs you love. Otherwise, you're accepting what I call blood money, money you took out of obligation. So anytime you exchange your energy out of obligation, that money exchange is going to feel very yucky to you. And then if you have a set job, but you're asked to work overtime, only say yes when it feels good. So if your gut is telling you that you do not want to work this weekend, but you've got plans, honor the plans. Go out and enjoy your life. Trust me, saying yes to something, even if it feels like you should, like maybe you feel some guilt around saying no, or maybe you value that relationship and you don't want to disappoint the person. Like saying yes when you don't want to is actually a disservice to that person because you're going to put in the minimal amount of work. You're going to be resentful the whole time. You're not going to give your best. So it's better to just say yes when you truly mean it. And then when you go out and enjoy your life and do things that you love, you're going to come back to your work feeling more refreshed and rejuvenated and actually dedicated to your job. So many people believe in scarcity mode and thinking that if they say no, money is going to stop circulating to them. That is far from the truth, you guys. So when you stay in those good feelings, the money you need will always be available to you. It'll be available to you more easily, in fact. And that is something that unless you decide to stop exchanging energy for money, the money is always going to come. So just because you aren't working, that doesn't mean that you can't receive money. So how we can ensure that money is going to come to us is we learn how to appreciate money when we're low in funds. So aside from having a job, here are ways to put yourself in a position to receive money without all of the struggles. So Money goes through ebbs and flows, and that's just something that we need to recognize because go ahead and give me a little raise of your hand. I know you're not physically in front of me once again, but give me a raise of your hand if you've ever been upset or depressed or stressed out when you've run out of money. Okay, so because money goes through ebbs and flows, there are going to be periods of time when you're making bank and periods of time when you're not. That's life. It happens. As a business owner, that happens to me. Like I'll have periods of time where I'm like, oh my God, everything's flowing. Everything's good. And then times when I'm like, oh my God, there is literally nothing coming in. And that is because struggle is all perception. I know there have been many times in my life when I should be stressed out about money, but instead of worrying about when the next paycheck is coming or how I'm going to afford my bills, I don't worry. There have been so many times when I have been like, oh my God, when am I going to get paid next? Like nothing's coming in. What do I do? Just like I mentioned earlier. And when I finally decided to stop worrying so much, that is when money unexpectedly came to me in the form of, yes, things that, or payments that were supposed to come to me, but I wasn't expecting them to happen. Like, you don't know how many times I've been like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this thing that's coming up. I don't know what I'm going to do. And like a client will pay me and I'll remember like, oh yeah, that person was supposed to pay me. Like I completely like have forgotten about that. Or They'll pay me earlier than I expected or the money will just drop in unexpectedly. And it always happens when I've decided to release and let go of the need for money. It's always like when I decide like, hey, you know what? 
I'm just going to chill out about money and it's going to be all good. It's going to be okay. Like I'll figure this out. And I know like at the end of the day, I'm always supplied for, I'm always taken care of. So there's really nothing for me to worry about. And you know, it's really when I decide to fully let go, I'm not ever letting go with the intention of it coming to me right away, but it does always happen like within hours of me deciding to let go, like something amazing and unexpected will happen in the form of money. All right, now number four, develop a sense of gratitude. So be really appreciative of the money you're currently making. So like I mentioned before, you probably heard me drop this earlier in the podcast, but every time you receive a paycheck, be thankful for it. Whether, like use your own little way of thanking the universe. So you could say, thank you, or be like, ah, yes, there's more where that came from, or just be super excited. Like when I would get paychecks, when I was a babysitter, I would literally like, it sounds crazy, but I would kiss the paycheck and I'd be like, thank you so much. Or I would hug it up against my chest and I'd be like, thank you so much for this universe. Remember too, this is one of my favorite mantras for whenever I'm starting to get really stressed out about money, I say to myself, Beck, in this moment, you are safe. So if you're in a position right now where you're sitting here listening to this podcast and you have the ability to listen to a podcast at all, then you're probably okay. And you have and always will survive. Like if you hadn't endured whatever crazy money, lack of money situation that you've been through, like you wouldn't be here today if you didn't survive that. And if you didn't overcome it, even if it was somebody helping you out, like you overcame that. Sometimes it's the form of like having to just sacrifice and surrender. That is overcoming something like you overcame that burden and you're always going to be able to. So be grateful that you're always going to be safe. Like no that you will always be taken care of and in some form. And then don't forget to tell and show people that you appreciate them. So you can tell your employer like, hey, I'm grateful for you. You can tell the people in your life, just show appreciation to freaking everyone because you never know. I literally had a person text me out of nowhere and ask me if they could buy the gift certificate that they gave me for my birthday off of me. And this was during a time when I was once again, like stressing out about money. And I was like, you know what, rather than freaking out and worrying, I'm just going to visualize what I want my life to be like and focus on the positive thinking about what it's going to be like to have all this and like this endless supply of money and just be good and taken care of and financially stable. And guess what happened? I got texted asking if this person could buy the certificate off of me that I never used that they gave me for my birthday. And it was like a pretty pricey gift certificate. And I ended up making money that day just because I decided to be appreciative of life and be grateful for what I had. And focus on the positive and be in joy rather than be in stress. And you can be grateful through journaling, like writing out a gratitude list. You can be grateful in meditation. There are so many ways to be grateful. Just going for a walk and smiling and saying hi to the people around you, like just being in that sense of gratitude constantly is always going to bring good things to you. So I want to give you a little tough lesson about money before we take off. So you don't have a money saving problem if you are currently going through 
some kind of money drama right now. If you're going through some money drama, you don't have any money saved up, you don't have a money saving problem, you have a money making problem. I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna say it. So if you wanna buy a $4 cup of coffee or go out to eat a few times a week, you can and I encourage you to. If that brings you joy and that makes you happy, you have every freaking right to do that. Just make sure that you have the money saved or you know how you can create money in order to make this lifestyle accessible to you. So like, look, I've got a lot of love for budgeters and people who follow a budget, but honestly, like if I have to restrict myself when it comes to anything that I love, I get very depressed and unhappy. So what I do is I make sure that I'm making enough money to benefit the lifestyle that I have. That includes having a personal trainer, getting my nails done, getting my hair cut at the, you know, the fancy salon, like, I make sure that I'm making enough money and I'm not swimming in dough, you guys, but I make my budget work out for all of the things that I want. And I encourage you to do the same thing. Like go back to this list that I've spoken out to you about what money is and the kind of energy it is and start treating money like this amazing thing because it really is. And spend where it feels right, not where it feels wrong. Put your money into stuff you love and you will enjoy money circulation. So guys, that is what I have for you today. My cat is currently biting at my computer, so there's really not much that, uh, uh, yeah, I'm getting distracted. But anyway, I have some exercises to give you. I know I don't normally give out homework during this podcast, but I would really love to share some exercises and get some action taken as soon as you listen to this podcast. So first exercise that you can do is you can write out your spending for an entire week to a month. Once you start tracking your spending in writing, it's just like starting to track your food intake. It opens up ideas to where your money is actually going and how much you're spending every day and what you actually enjoy spending money on or don't enjoy spending money on. And then exercise number two is make a list of your monthly expenses and mark off what feels like a good purchase. So a purchase you're happy to make, what is neutral, so you don't really feel anything toward it, or a purchase you hate making, then ask yourself, can I eliminate what I don't like to spend money on? So you're going to realize so fast that your money is going places that you don't support and it'll allow you to shift your funds towards stuff you actually enjoy and that's going to completely alter the way that you feel about money. Yay! Uh, Okay, guys, that is all I have for you today. I really, really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I love talking about abundance. It puts me in a good state to talk about it and to think about it. So hopefully it did for you as well. I love you all and I hope you have a good rest of your day. Bye.